Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. And I think today we're just going to dive straight in because last in the last episode, I, I did I started off saying I was going to answer this question from Joanna, but then um, my list of housekeeping and updates were so long that we ended up with a 15 minute episode and I haven't, I hadn't even got to the question. So I think today I'm going to do Joanna the courtesy of getting straight into her question and hopefully um, helping out a little bit. If you're new here, please subscribe to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify now as well. Subscribe to make sure that you get all of the episodes delivered straight to you. It would be much appreciated. I'd also like to thank the sponsors of the show, without which I would never get the language practice that I do. And of course, it is italki. They have thousands and thousands of teachers um, from different countries who speak different languages, different varieties, different accents, different dialects. And you can book lessons super easily at a time that suits you and you can get a free lesson with them a free trial lesson in fact it's ten dollars worth of free credit so that means you can actually take a couple of trial lessons at least um, with that and you can get that by going to i will teach you a language.com forward slash free lesson okay here is joanna's question comes in by email so i'll read it out joanna says dear ollie i'm in a language course in france for every lesson we're given a bunch of papers on the subject with exercises, texts, and lots of words and expressions. This week, the topic is professions, and there are so many random words that I know are not relevant to me. Still, the words of my high school teacher echo in the back of my head. Always read through the day's notes at the end of the day. Do you think, and this is the question, do you think that these twin, the 20-30 the minutes it takes me to go through the notes from my lessons every day are worth it? Some of the stuff is good, and it helps me the following les- in the following lessons on the same topic. All the best, Joanna. All right then, Joanna, thank you very much for your question. I, I should also probably apologise to everybody listening that I've, I've got a bit of a cold. It's, I've had it for about three weeks now, and it's just the longest cold in history, and it's just not shifting. So apologies, apologies if uh, if the uh, the quality of my voice here is um, not really acceptable, but I thought it's better to better that the show goes on Better that the show go on. Subjunctive, right? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? All right, then. So, Joanna, right. So, you were at a language course in France. Um, and I, I take it that you're not at high school anymore. You mentioned your high school teachers. But essentially, what's going on is you, you're, at, you're, you're taking lessons in France in a, in a prearranged course. And you are, of course, covering a whole bunch of different stuff, such as professions and jobs. And every day you get given lots of words to learn. And you are expected to 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 go back and um and 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 learn those words after the lesson or at the very least you you've had that expectation of yourself and i think that 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 distinction is actually quite relevant because you know if you end up in a if you're in a situation where you are you are expected to learn specific things and do homework then i think you know you have to do that there's no point trying to avoid what you have to do or what you're expected to do but on the other hand if you are kind of free to pick and choose and do whatever you want, then I think that's a different story. So how do we approach this topic? And the topic in a nutshell is, how important is it to review notes after lessons? 
Now, the principle of review in general is extremely important. It really is. In the past, you know, part of my language routine, um, one of the most effective things I remember doing actually is after studying in the in the morning, which I like to do, and then doing a few things throughout the day, I would then sit down for 15 minutes at the end of the day and just look over in a non, in a very simple, low pressure way, just look over everything I, I did that morning, just, just review it in my mind. And I found it to be incredibly effective because uh, it's just another touch point throughout the day. Now, I've got to be honest, I don't do that much now because it's just difficult to find those 15 minutes when I'm in the right kind of frame of mind. And, um, you know, and, and I'm sure it's the same for everybody, but when, when I did do it, I really did notice how important it was. And the reason is, of course, that the foundation of memory and of mastery of anything is repetition. Our brains forget that's what they do. Everybody forgets. The way that we remember stuff is by having multiple encounters with a particular word or a concept, ideally in different forms, through reading, through listening, through speaking. And then after a, a number of repetitions, it then starts to stick and your brain gets used to it. So the way that you will remember, memorize, master anything is through repetition. And if your teacher, when, when your high school teacher told you that reviewing your notes is the best way to learn stuff from the lesson, he or she was absolutely right. If you're having lessons every day, you know, the way that the, the school system tends to work, the way that language courses tend to work, is that they kind of, they feel like they have to give you value for money, right? And the most visible way of giving you value for money is by kind of plying you with new stuff every day and, to, and, and to, so that you feel like you're kind of getting your money's worth. Now, we won't go, we won't get into that here now, but I think, you know, as any long-term listener of the podcast knows, that's not, you know, just learning new stuff every single day is not necessarily the best way to go about things. And especially if you've got a teacher who's choosing topics for you that may or may not be interesting. I mean, if you're choosing the topics yourself, then by all means, learn tons of new stuff every day because then, you know, you're aligning it with your interest. But as you said, Joanna, in your email, you know, today you, you did a, you had a lesson on professions and I'm guessing that you're being given vocabulary that you don't see as being particularly useful for you. <laughs> well, and then what it might be, um, structural engineer, civil servant, um, bricklayer. I, I don't know stuff that you're probably looking at and thinking, well, when am I ever going to need this stuff? And it's a good question. It's a very good question as independent learners. Like one of the golden rules is learn the stuff that you need. Learn the stuff that's aligned to your interests and that you're likely to to use because that's when your brain is going to remember it. Your brain, you know, if you're if you're being if you're trying to learn the word for structural engineer and bricklayer, and you don't need that word, your brain is going to fight you all the way. So in general, we do want to be aligning the stuff that we try to learn with our interests. But as anybody knows who's taken a course or studied at school, that's not really a luxury you have. You get given stuff, and. Um, are expected to learn it. Now, so looping back to what I said earlier, Joanna, I don't know whether or not you are expected to learn this stuff every day, but even if you're not expected to go home and memorize this vocabulary, chances are that you think to yourself, you know, well, I'm here in France, I'm paying for this course, I, I may as well try hard to, to learn it, right? And you also said that similar topics come up in future lessons. 
So, you know, if you're learning the word for bricklayer and, um, and then you, you are expected, you're given a, a text to read about bricklayers in the, in the next class, then it's worth learning that word, right? So it's good that we are asking why. It's good that we are challenging why things happen. But the, I think the, the reality is that for most people, when you're actually in that situation, when you're taking a course, you're, you know, you're, you're in the classroom, it doesn't do you much good to kind of do what I'm doing here and just challenge the theory and pontificate on best practice and all of that. You know, you've got, a, you've got a decision to make, right? And you've got to decide how are you going to use your time? Do you really want to sit up for 20, 30 minutes after the lesson and spend your, your free time learning stuff that is not relevant to you? And this is the big uh, conundrum. I, it sounds to me like you may as well embrace the stuff that you're learning there, Joanna, for better or for worse. It, it is funny, the stuff that we remember, you know, and the stuff that come that comes in useful later. And, um, and, and you know, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense for you to be in France um, studying all this stuff and then going off and trying to learn other stuff. I mean, by all means, uh, you know, please do go and spend your time reading, listening to other stuff, going out, speaking French. But I think that, you know, I'm a big believer in dealing with the reality in front of you and doing your best in that situation. And I think given that you are, you're in, you're taking these classes, you're being given these, uh, this vocabulary that you may as well go ahead and learn it because you'll be surprised how much of it sticks and you'll be surprised how much of it you do remember in the future. So I, I think in, on that basis, if you're spending 20, 30 minutes every day reviewing your notes, I think you are doing exactly the right thing. And I'd encourage you to continue. Now, the next question is, how do you use that time? Because you can completely waste your half an hour or you can really use it very well. You know, it totally depends. And this is where the, the idea of the kind of concept of smart study rather than hard study comes in. You know, study smart, not hard. Because if you're going to sit down for 20, 30 minutes, you, you really want to use that time and not waste it. You're probably tired at the end of the day. Uh, you want to make sure that it really counts. Now, without knowing more about exactly how you're learning and what your classes are like, it's very difficult for me to give specific advice. But let's focus on the vocabulary, because I think that's what you've mentioned. And you've also mentioned that you've been given texts and stuff like that. So what I would encourage you to do as a general principle is when you sit down to review stuff, don't just look at a list of words. All right. That is not how you know, memory works. It's not how you're going to memorize stuff. I mean, you might be able to cram stuff in, but it's not how you, you're going to really retain stuff um, well. Instead, if you've been, if you let's say you've got a set of words from a text that you've studied in the classroom. Well, in your review time, go back to that text and review the whole text, read it through. Ideally, if you've got audio, read it and listen to it. Maybe you could ask your teacher to read the text aloud at the end of the lesson and you record it on your phone. So when you sit down to do your review, you can read and listen to that text a few times over. And that is really is going to bring back your learning from, from the morning. It's going to um, give you an extra bit of exposure to French. And what you'll find is that, that vocabulary will start to sink in by itself. Okay. Far too, far few, far too few people. Is that right? Far few, far too few. Yeah. <laughs> Far too few people, this is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, far too few people um, spend time with the whole language, you know, with the complete text. Instead, they kind of go to the, 
the, the single words, the lists of words. I suggest that you spend your time with that text, get it recorded if you can, and then read and listen through to it a few times over at the end of the day. Now, there will be words that you don't remember, you don't memorize, and that you want to learn. So then I would look through and I would pick a small number of words. I mean, I'm talking like five to eight words. Try to pick like five to eight vocabulary words that you that you think are important, that you would like to learn personally. And then with those words, you can take them through our kind of standard memory processes, right? The things I talk about here on the podcast all the time. Um, I, I've done multiple, multiple um, podcast episodes on, on how to memorize vocabulary, but you know, you want to, you might want like to copy out the sentences that those words are found in a few times and then spend some time coming up with some, some mnemonics or some, some mental hooks to, to remember those words. But the point is that, okay, you're going to spend a bit of time deliberately learning vocabulary, but because you've been reading and listening to the complete text, you've got really rich context there and it's going to be much easier for you. And also if you've actually selected those words yourself, then you're more motivated to learn them. Don't try and learn every new word from the text. It's a, it's a waste of time. You won't be able to pick the words that you think are going to be most useful, that you think might come up again, that you would personally like to remember, and then spend a bit of time taking those, those, those words through the kind of memory, memory process. And that is how I would suggest that you use your time to be most efficient. You've got a mix of spending time with the whole language, reading and listening, but then you're also doing a little bit of deliberate study to commit the most important words to memory. All right, so I hope that's helpful, uh, Joanna. If you'd like to ask me a question, please do. You can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask to do so. And at the end of every episode, I'd like to leave you the resource on the topic of the show. Um, I'm going to suggest today, actually, that you go through my free memory course. I mentioned it right at the end in the little outro. And what I do is it's a set of three emails where I walk you through some of the basic principles of memorizing vocabulary. So if that's something you want to do, then it will help you um, with that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop talking. I'm just going to play the outro because that's got all the information that you need. See you back in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free memory course.